Alright, howdy, and welcome back to another episode of Tales from the Pits. Another one on the road today, here with Andrew. Welcome. And uh, today we're um, two idiots in a car, actually three idiots, Leslie's here with us as well. Three idiots in a car, um, knocking out four South Texas locations, uh, over 800 miles scheduled today. We've got a couple hundred left. Um, another one where we're talking a little slower, I think, at this point. Right. We're on the home stretch now. We've stopped at all four of our stops for the day. Um, but to put it in perspective, we left the house at 3.30 this morning. Um, Ryan left an hour earlier than that because we met up at my place. And it's uh, 3.30 in the afternoon now, so we're over, over 12 hours in, and we've got a few more to go. So this has been a, been a long one, but it's been an interesting one. It's a different style of barbecue than we're going to have anywhere else on our on our travels for the Texas Barbecue Passport. And with that, we'll go over um, our four stops today. First stop um, was Vera's Backyard Barbecue down in Brownsville. Vera's is a spot that we've wanted to get to for a very, very long time. Um, Brownsville, if you're not familiar with the landscape of Texas and you're listening to this, number one, I'll be surprised. Number two, uh, Brownsville is very, very southern part of Texas, right on the border with Mexico, um, and we're both from Houston. It's a five and a half to six hour drive for us, so it was difficult for us to make the trip down here, uh, even though we'd wanted to for a while, but tackling the whole top 50 um, it was a mandatory stop for us so glad to finally get down there uh, we hit there about 9 15 in the morning just to give you a little perspective Vera's has a large breakfast crowd they open at 5 30 a.m friday through sunday uh, and i believe they're open till 2 or 2 30 um, each day and what are they known for brian well, they're known for their barbacoa actually and uh, some of the other meats as well cooked in a underground subterranean earthen pit um, very unique and grandfathered in for uh, I guess technically it's health reasons it's not allowed anywhere else so it's the only place in Texas that you'll get to have barbacoa made true in this true authentic style um, and kind of to explain to people it is literally a hole in the ground it's lined with bricks um, they wrap the meat up they cover it up and, and by meat we're talking about a full cow head uh, right. minus the brain sorry we got to get a little technical on this but when whole the whole mad cow thing happened i guess about 10 15 years ago that was outlawed so it's a full cow head meat and all uh, wrapped in foil they put zero seasoning on it whatsoever eyeballs eyeballs and all tongue all the good stuff um wrap it in foil uh put it down into the pit uh, they put a metal lid over the pit, and the entire pit is basically buried. They cover it in dirt. Um, this is, as Brian was saying, it's the last of its kind. So it's, it was kind of neat to get there and, and see, really, the you know the last piece of barbacoa in Texas history, you know, that in its full authentic form. Um, been doing it since 1955. 1955, they opened, and it's been owned by the same family its entire run. And we were able to uh, speak with Amando. Uh, while we were there, he took us back and gave us a, a pit tour. So let's cut to those. Uh, we had a few questions for him while we were there. Let's cut to that. Where did you get that? So we're at uh, Vera's Backyard Barbecue with Mondo. 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 And Mondo, um, we just saw the pits here, the uh, the pit, the underground pit. You said that's not the original, though? It's... Oh, well, we rebuilt, we rebuilt it about every seven or eight years. 
but it's, it's always been there. There's always you yeah. said since before you were born, or yeah, I started back in '55. I wasn't born yet. Wow, and um, obviously this is the tradition. You know, this is where they got barbecue pit from, right? It was a pit. Um, you're doing the the heads in there. Anything else in that one? Uh, just heads, beef heads. Just the beef heads. Yeah. Um, any seasoning or anything? Nothing just all at natural. All. Just natural. Just natural. And then you offer uh, inside. You've got the uh, the the um, cachete. You've got uh, what else do you have? You have the mixed. Cachete, lengua mixed, uh, eyes, palate, jawline. A little bit of everything. Uh, sweet breast, yeah, a little bit of everything. <laughs> a little bit of everything. Well, we've got carnitas, we've got brisket, and we've got birria. Which birria is, is uh, lamb. Lamb. Barbecue lamb, yeah. Oh, nice. uh, excellent carnitas today, too. I'm glad you like yes, them. Yes, very good. Fantastic. Everything was really great. It's so unique because being from Houston, there's nothing like this where, where we're from. And probably throughout the U.S., you probably won't find it. Right. right. Yeah, the closest we have is Gerardo's, but they don't do, right, obviously, they don't have a pit. Steamed, yeah. the, the, they do the barbacoa, but it's steamed. No one can do it the traditional way like right. you guys are able to do it, which is really awesome. It's mesquite coals. Mesquite coal, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's all you got out here, pretty much, right? Pretty much. <laughs> we got a lot mesquite of that. or palm trees, that's your only yeah, two choices. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, excellent. And you've been working here since you were born, 12. basically, since you were 12, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, did you feel like this was something you had to do? Or I guess you... it gets into the blood and you just do it, you know. Did you think that's what you were going to do? Think, or? Mm, not really. Hey, I was really forced into it. At, I was going to say, at that age, <laughs> yeah, right? I had you, no choice. You want to be something else, but this is, yeah. you're born into it, you know. Yeah, it's, right. it's in your blood. No, this is, there you go. Excellent. No, this is a wonderful place. History, um, history of barbecue, history of Texas. Excellent. Great food as well. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. Come back and see us. We will. Absolutely. All right, very interesting pit tour. Let's talk about the, the food itself, though. So we weren't as venturous enough to, to go for the eyeballs. Um, you know, I, I I would like to say I would like to try it sometime, but I just I, I just can't do it. Um, you know, I don't like to see my food looking back at me. I don't like to eat fish with the eyeballs either. So um, it's just, you know, I'll, I'll have to pass on that one again. It doesn't bother me if it's staring at me. I just, uh, I, you know, I, I don't particularly want to chew on an eyeball. Um, just not quite on my bucket list of food to do. Um, I, my problem was I've seen too much of uh, fear factor and seen people eating them, and it just they, they've described it, and I just I just can't do it. Yeah, yeah. So we we did skip that part of it, but we we did order the barbacoa, the cachete, which is mostly cheek meat, um, and we did order a half pound of the carnitas, the corn tortillas which i don't they are not made in house but they're made locally and they're very very good outstanding and an 18 pack of tortillas is how much money brian the retail price there was one dollar one dollar for 18 really damn good corn tortillas i'd actually recommend taking some home absolutely we've got some in the car right now yeah there's the sound of tortillas and it's capistrans corn tortillas um, we'll give them a shout out. They're at 1305 Lincoln Street in Brownsville, Texas. Uh, but no, seriously, these are these are great. They um, they're white corn, uh, but there is some flour in there as well, so it gives them it gives them a really great um, texture. Um, you, know, you know, there's not a whole lot of flavor, obviously, to corn tortillas, but that's the idea, right? They're supposed to encase the meat um, and allow you to kind of soak up some of that juice and give you that that great South Texas taco it's right. just phenomenal and they were excellent as was the barbacoa as was the carnitas very unique um again you, you go around the state eating tons of brisket and tons of pork ribs it's so nice to have something that is still a, a very texas style of barbecue just a different region of texas but a completely different you know completely different style of barbecue 
Um, so we did enjoy those. We did get a couple of salsas. Um, there's a green salsa that had a little bit of spice to it, a little bit more for some people. They got a lower spice tolerance. And then the, the orange salsa, the orange salsa is not playing around, folks. A little goes a long way with the yeah, orange salsa. It, I mean, it, it had to be habanero or something. Uh, it was, yeah, it was sure. hot. But it was good. And oh my gosh, this beer is affordable. Um, did a half pound of carnitas, half, half pound of barbacoa, 18, 18 tortillas, two orders of salsa, drinks, 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 and we spent less than $20 ordering all of that food. Including um, a drink my brother-in-law knocked on the floor. <laughs> so while we were there, you know, um, we're doing this run. Uh, my sister uh, and brother-in-law are doing this run. And even separately from them, my nephew is doing these runs. Um, today we actually were able to meet up. My sister had gone there at six o'clock. Um, they came back uh, when we got there. Were able to spend time with us, and then we all got to do the pit tour together. So it was a lot of fun coming from different towns and meeting up out here on the barbecue trail. Um, they're they're a little crazy though. You do have to watch out for them. I have <laughs> I've given forewarning to some places, uh, uh, but they're having a great time. They were able to do a little more sightseeing, which I like to do as well. Um, but just so much time and miles today. We had originally talked about maybe doing it overnight, but um, in hindsight, I think Andrew's happy we didn't because I just I, I regaled some stories of my trips across the border. <laughs> um, we will not go into detail. I'm on not the confident we would have made it back. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, some pretty pretty damn good times in my youth there. But um, but anyway, we, um, we we moved on to the next spot, uh, which was Smoking Oak. Right, and that's in Mercedes, um, which is also Rio Grande Valley. It was about uh, 40 minutes or so from uh, from Vera's. And we uh, we got there right at opening. Uh, one of the first people in line, the first people in line that actually ordered food, but that's a separate discussion. Um, we got some moist brisket, uh, pulled pork, and a side of mac and cheese. And this is another one of our tips that we've tried to follow, and we highly recommend if you're tackling this list try to follow as well read the passport read the magazine because and, and by the way the the magazine has more context than just the passport right so read the magazine and even read some of the reviews or if if uh daniel vaughn and texas monthly have done a, a full length review take time to read that do a little research find out what their specialties are um and and we've mentioned this i think in the last podcast or two back you know, kind of try to read between the lines. If they don't mention one particular kind of meat or they say, eat the baked potato, you probably want to follow that advice right. in a lot of cases. Right. Um, and, and it could lead to good, not just avoiding the things they may not do well, but also leads to things that you may not have ordered that they do really well. Absolutely. Pulled pork's not a super standard order for us, but you know, we, we heard that it was one of the things that they do really well. And so we, you know, we added it to our order at Smoking Oak, and it was one of the better pulled porks I've had in Texas. Really good. It was really good. really good. There was good bark on it, good moisture to it. You can it taste was, the, the hit of mesquite wood. Right, yeah, it. you're going to get a lot of mesquite down in the South Texas yeah. where we were today, because that's the most commonly found wood in that area, in our area down here. So we, uh, we, we enjoyed Smoking Oak. It was, a, it was a pleasant surprise. We weren't exactly sure what to expect, but the, the brisket was cooked really well, uh, had really good smoke on it. Um, and same thing with the pulled pork. Nice new building, very clean, very friendly folks. Yeah, it was uh, extremely, extremely friendly. Nice it was a little atmosphere. surprising we pulled up because it's it's in a neighborhood, 
And so, you know, we were thinking, is this in somebody's garage or, you know, literal backyard? But um, it was a just how the, the zoning is out here, or lack of it. It was, it was a fairly new building that they had constructed, I think maybe 2014, but we'd have to double check on that. Um, but really nice place. Yeah, we enjoyed it. And then uh, from there, we went straight over to Harlingen to Rio Grande Grill, um, which is obviously on, on the list as well. It's a newer place. Uh, they do a lot of uh, Tex-Mex style items mixed with barbecue. Uh, for instance, they had like chopped brisket enchiladas. Uh, which, which I think we made the mistake of not ordering. So the, the, the thing we ran up there is that the, the enchilada plate was twelve ninety nine, but we also wanted a little more food than that. And, you know, we, we get drinks as well. We're, we pay for the food ourselves. This podcast doesn't make us any money, at least now, but uh, the podcast doesn't make us any money. Our blogs don't make us any money. Um, we don't write this stuff off. All of the food, is, I mean, all the food is paid for out of our pockets. Um, you know, the fuel and everything else. So we try to do this as economically as possible. Um, you know, it's still costing us a lot of money at the end of the day, but, um, you know, we're trying to average per person $10.00. Um, and there's three of us on the trip today, so... Right, and as much yeah. as possible. There are yeah. some places where we're willing to completely ignore budget. If it's one of the top ten places or a place that we really want have been looking forward to going to, you know, we're going to order, you know, a couple of, for instance, I know we have a West Texas trip to Evie Mays scheduled sometime in the next few weeks. I think we're going to order most of the menu at Evie Mays because I don't... Including desserts. Including yeah. desserts, you know, because I, number one, it's supposed to be fantastic. I've seen nothing but great things from them uh, heard nothing but great things about them number two it's really really far away from us so we don't know when we'll be able to get back there so places like that you know we're willing to obviously stretch our budget or throw it out the window but when we can we try to be you know fiscally responsible because as brian said we pay for our food you know this is not this is not a blogging venture or a podcast venture we do this as a passion yeah we're talking in a microphone now but we've been doing this for years before we ever did a podcast about it yeah, and um, you know it, it, it is what it is, and certainly we'd like to we'd like to have more money, but um, wouldn't everybody? But the other thing is that our stomachs can only contain so much, and I don't I don't want to waste food. I, as the more we eat on this trip, and the more I look at how much people are buying and the expenses people are going, um, some people anyway, not everybody, but the expenses people are going, you know, I, I, at the end of this, I'm going to donate some money to a um, some type of food bank and hunger uh, because I feel a little guilty. I mean, what what an amazing opportunity we have to be able to do this, to travel across Texas, to eat all of these and experience all of this. Um, at the same time, it, it does make me kind of feel for people that are struggling to eat every day. And right. I don't want to go way out on my soapbox here, but you know, if people that are spending fifty, sixty dollars at a meal, some of these in some of these places we have. Um, you know, if you're not taking it home or you're not eating it all, uh, you know, kind of consider giving a little bit back as well. And like I said, we'll, we will, and I'll, I'll, I'll detail who we give and how much we give because you know, we try to be transparent on that as well too. Right. I mean, we, you know, this is as Brian said, it's a, it's an amazing experience that we're fortunate to, to have to go across Texas and, and do this silly little thing that we do. But you know, big picture, we know that there are much more important things going on in the world, much bigger problems in the world than whether or not we get that extra slice of brisket or, you know, something trivial like that. So, you know, again, we try to be responsible with what we order. We try to eat the food that we order. 
and not overorder just for the sake of saying, hey, I tried everything on the menu. Like, if we're trying everything on the menu, it's because we want to legitimately eat everything on the menu. Right. But going back to, uh, to Rio Grande Grill, um, we, what we ended up ordering, and this is another one of those things that you just kind of have to be mindful of, sometimes places will be out of things that you thought they would have, or maybe they didn't even make what you thought they would make that day. Uh, one of the things we heard about was their smoked and then fried chicken at Rio Grande Grill. So that was on our top of our list to order today. We'll get to the counter, and they didn't make it today. Um, so then we're saying, oh, well, yeah, it happens. So we asked them, you know, do you have any smoked chicken? Yes, but we only put it in the tortilla soup. Okay, so we'll order some tortilla soup. So, I mean, you kind of have to adjust on the fly with little things like that and kind of go with the flow. Um, but, yeah, we, we ordered a, a little bit of brisket, um, some chicken tortilla soup, pico de gallo. Um, what the heck else did we order? I can't even remember at this point. Didn't we have a side there, too? I think no. so. Pardon? No. No, okay. Oh, we, oh, yeah, we tried to get some We, we tried to order a couple other things that they were also out of. And keep in mind, we were there at 11.45, and they opened at 11, so... Uh, and it's a Saturday. It's only it, it, only so much we can do when they don't cook the food we want to eat. Um, but we tried to order as much as we could. Uh, so we finished up at Rio Grande Grill. Pretty, pretty interesting bits out there, right. too. Uh, kind of unique. I, I took a couple of pictures, so we'll try to share those out as well. And, and while we're still talking about, not, not specific to this one, but... If anybody out there does listen to this, and if they have suggestions about one of the places, make sure to order X, Y, or Z item. Let us know. Hit us up on Twitter, um, Facebook, or wherever, Instagram. Let us know. Tell us, hey, make sure you order this when you're at this place, and we'll, we will make sure to get it. Right. We, we love to do research and get input from you guys out there as well. Right. We, we don't like to just be robots to the Texas Trinity. We don't, you know... We don't want to just order brisket. I am a robot. Sorry. <laughs> I have to make up our own noises. I Whatever. All right. So, yeah. So, we, uh, we had a pretty quick trip in, in Arlington and then uh, moved on to our last stop of the day, which was... About almost a two-hour drive from there. To yeah. Our about last two stop. hours back towards Houston Way. Um, it was uh, Smolix in Mathis, um, which Smolix does have multiple locations. So make sure that you're going to the one that's on the top 50 list because I don't know for sure that the one that's not on the top 50 list will have the stickers if that's what your ultimate goal is in doing this. If you want to make sure you get the sticker, make sure you go to the one that's on the passport. Um, so we got, uh, it was like, by the way, it's a huge building, the, the Smolix and Mathis that we went to. It's a really, really big, huge property. Um, we got a three-meat plate there of brisket and both kinds of sausage and onion rings, double onion rings on our sides. Because, again, we did our research and the two things that we heard repeatedly to order were the sausage and the onion rings. So, and got um, cheesecake. And, oh, and a slice of cheesecake. Which is really good. It was, um, I, uh, lack of being able to describe it, it, it wasn't the hard cream. It was, uh, it was more of a uh, softer texture. Uh, kind of fluffy. It was really good. Really good. Fluffy, as she says, yes, and fluffy. So with that, uh, we got back on the road, and uh, here we are on some two-lane stretch of asphalt, which... Uh, this is actually Highway 59, believe it or not. Yeah, this is kind of... It's definitely not Interstate 69 yet. Right, yeah, you, you wouldn't believe it, but, uh, but yeah, we're actually on an interstate right now. It looks like a two-lane road, so... All right, so we're, we are now um, two-thirds of the way through this quest, the quest for the Yeti, um, and to experience all of the top 50 in the Texas Monthly List. Um, 
let's talk about you know what we're looking forward to with what's left. We don't have a whole lot left. Um, out of what we have left, there's uh, for at least for me, I know there's places that we've been to more than once in the past. Um, so that's you know to me, obviously, I still look forward to some of those. But um, next week we'll be going out to East Texas, and uh, I'll be that'll be my third trip to East Texas. Yeah, as your, part of this quest, it's be your third trip in the last you know two months or so to, to East Texas. Uh, definitely uh, looking. I'm looking forward to. Um, River, Riverport and uh, Bodacious again. Absolutely. I can't uh, wait to get to Bodacious. Um, it's been obviously on my list. You you went there twice because you're a degenerate gambler and you, you, yeah, had, to go to, you had to go to Riverport. So. Hey, uh, I paid but, for my trip both times. <laughs> That's even better. So uh, we're looking forward to that trip. That'll be uh, you know a quick up and back trip for us. And then we're uh, pretty soon after that we are tackling West Texas, uh, which has been kind of the the albatross hanging over us for the entire quest is, you know, we knew we were eventually going to have to make this epic trip to West Texas. Um, so we're, uh, do we want to give the full itinerary away? Um, or yeah, I mean, we, okay. we can, yeah, this is, this is probably, this is more ambitious than the, the Dallas trip we did because it's going to go over three days. We have to take time off from work. Yes, we're burning our own vacation um, to try to get this done. And uh, we're going to take three days. We're gonna. We're actually gonna come back through Dallas, um, and Andrew is is the best um, itinerary person around. So um, I, I would, you know, it's in. I guess it's in my family's blood. There's um, again, I, I don't like to pick on my sister too much, but um, they they crisscrossed and overlapped and bounced around. But Andrew Andrew does these things pretty straightforward. We have time to spend at each of these places. It's you know, out of this whole experience so far. I, th- I can think of only one place we got food to go. Um, one place was was out of food, so we've actually and we had a little. They had sausage left was the only thing they had left. I think overall we've done really well as far as sitting down and eating the food and enjoying it. Yeah, well, I mean we've tried to go. I mean, our, depending on how many stops we have that day and things like that, our pace can be a little quicker than we'd prefer. But uh, but we try to we try to take the time to really talk to talk to some of the people online. If there's a line, talk to the pitmasters, talk to the people just in the town. You know, as much as we can to try to get the full experience of, you know, the cities these places are in, you know, what what these joints are all about. Because it's, I mean, it's a unique experience, and it's a one that we may not get to do again for a very long time. So, Especially some of the, like, in West Texas is a good example, right? right? I mean, so. we're, West Texas, I'm glad, I mean, it's going to, it's going to feel frenetic, I'm sure, but we are actually taking our time there. So, uh, just to give you a quick rundown of our itinerary that we've got planned, um, we are hitting Cadillac first thing in the morning. Yeah. When the, oh. So, well, we'll just talk about Cadillac. Cadillac is probably um, one of the most uh, ones we're looking forward to. Absolutely. Uh, biggest anticipation. Um, you know, definitely the, the pictures, the reports back from folks that have been there have been great. Um, you know, very difficult to get to because they're only open that one Saturday a month. Um, right. And then so, Thursday, Friday for lunch. So yeah. It's, and, uh, yeah, no dinner service. So it's, it's very hard to get to them, especially if you don't live in Dallas. Um, so that, so we're looking forward to it on two things. Number one is we haven't been able to get out there, and number two is that the food looks like it's going to be really great. Right. So again, that's going to be another one where we're going to have a pretty, pretty large order because um, I know we're going to want. I mean, obviously Dallas isn't super far. We can always get back there at some point, but this well, it's is just be a, that Saturday, you know, right? That's it, the only option. The, the operating hours do make it tricky. So we uh, we will order a very large amount of food there. 
Um, from there, we're going to go to uh, Hutchins and McKinney, um, which will unfortunately probably be a pretty quick stop for us just because... And I've been to Hutchins before. Um, it's one that I've been really trying to get back to. Um, really, really good food. So it's one of those surprises that um, you just don't expect it. You have, may have not heard a whole lot about it, if you're, especially if you're not from Dallas. Um, but really surprisingly good last time I had it, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it very much. Right, so we're, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll order it. Hutchins, eat like pigs, and uh, probably race over then to uh, Four T's and Forney, which is east of Dallas. Um, we'll uh, get like the barbecue posse posted a, a photo today from their run there. It looked, it looked really good, too. Nice. Um, haven't had it before, so I'm, I'm not sure what to expect, but... Um, that'll be that'll be a lot of food in, in a relatively short amount of time. Right, and then from there, luckily we'll have a little bit of a break from eating because I think we're going to need it. Um, we'll work, then from there, we head straight out west. Um, we're going to go uh, stop in wild, Abilene. Wild west. Wild, 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 wild west. Wild, wild, we will wild. stop in Abilene. Um, by the way, that bank we just passed it, it's 107 degrees. Holy yeah. moly. Um, but not to get sidetracked. <laughs> but it's a bit hot. So uh, we'll... We're going to hit uh, Stillwater in Abilene, which the food looks excellent Stillwater. Um, Great reports from there as well. Yeah. I mean, this I'm, should be a really good trip. I'm really looking forward to Stillwater. I hope, I mean, timing-wise, we're going to be tight, but I'm, I'm hoping to spend a decent amount of time at Stillwater because um, I really do want to, to talk with folks there, um, eat, eat plenty of the food, plenty of the menu, uh, but we'll, uh, we'll have to kind of judge how much time we can spend. You know, based on where we're at in the day at that point, because the hardest place to get to, um, and Israel Podi Campos, if you're listening to this, <laughs> I can't wait to try please. your food, sir. <laughs> please, please have some food for us. Please have some food for us. We'll, we'll be we'll, weary travelers at your door. <laughs> we'll get there as soon as we possibly can. But uh, yes, from, from from the time we leave Stillwater, it will be a mad, slightly illegal dash. To uh, to Pecos, Texas, for uh, to eat at Pony's, um, which is the, and I've had the benefit of having it at the Texas Monthly Fest, right? Um, I have but, as well. Yeah, but not not in the restaurant, and we in, in at least on the blog talked about it before. What you get at a barbecue festival is not always a good representation of what you're going to get at the restaurant. Quite often, it's not. Uh, yeah. Sometimes they're using a different meat source than normal. Sometimes they're using a different pit than normal. Um, you know, they, they may, obviously they're not going to have every variety of, of options that they normally have. So, you know, it's great to experience a lot of different food and flavors at a barbecue festival, but it is not the same as going and visiting to them on their home turf. Absolutely. So, uh, so yeah, we will, uh, get to Pody's. Um, we're doing all of this in one day on Thursday. All of this in one day. You idiot. All of this in one day because we are stupid. So we will uh, end the day at Pody's as far as an eating standpoint. But once we finish eating at Pody's, we are then driving even more uh, to get to Lubbock and uh, or around Lubbock area because in Wolforth, Texas, is a little place called Levy Maze. Well, well heard so of. That, that that's a I think you calculate it's going to be a twenty-hour day. It'll be about a twenty-hour hours day. on the road essentially. Yeah, it's going to be a monster of a day. This will be by far the most ambitious. Day will ever Ambitious have. is not the right word. Yeah, well, what we're doing. I'm trying to be a little PG here. Yeah, uh, it is what it is. Freaking stupid. Yeah, but uh, so we'll we'll spend the night in Lubbock. Uh, we'll get up in the morning and we will get in line at Abbey Mays. Um, we will again, as we said before, eat 
pretty much the entire menu at Ebby Mays. Um, spend as much time as we can. Luckily, we only have two stops on on that Friday. Ebby Mays and then Tyler's and Amarillo. Right. So, and, and on the list so far, Cadillac is, is rated number three. Ebby Mays is uh, nine, I think. Nine, I believe. Nine. Yes. So two top ten joints in this trip. Right. Two separate days, luckily. So we'll hit Ebby Mays in the morning. And then we're going to head out where? Uh, uh, we'll head up to Amarillo, to Tyler's. Amarillo by morning? Um, no. uh, by mid-afternoon. Amarillo like. by mid-afternoon. Yeah, yeah, I can't, no, it doesn't, no. No. So right. we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go up to Tyler's, get some food there, and then uh, we will probably, time permitting, um, if you guys follow Daniel Vaughn, you'll... Uh, a few years ago, he put out his best smoked or best best smoked best banana pudding in Texas list. It is smoked at Freeman. One of them yeah. is, yeah. Um, and the number one spot is this little place called Burdinsky's in Amarillo, which is maybe half a mile from Tyler's. Um, I've been there once before, and the banana pudding lived up to its billing. So we will be stopping there for one last gluttonous treat. Well, one last for the day, anyway. And, and then we will be leaving Amarillo and heading. Way, way, way south and west to Hondo, Texas. Hondo sounds Hondo. like a movie that uh, John Wayne started. It does. So we will uh, we will spend the night in Hondo Friday night, or somewhere around the Hondo area. Uh, well, we booked the hotel, so we better be. Staying there. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm not in charge of the hotel booking, so I don't know where the hell we're staying. There we go. Yeah. So we're, we'll be in we'll be in Hondo apparently. Either way, the next morning we'll be eating at Heavy's and. Yeah, which is fitting because we'll be quite heavy after all this damn food. Um, we'll, we'll eat at Heavy's and Hondo, which is about 40, 30, 40 miles west of San Antonio. And then we will make our way back east, um, hitting Baker Boys and Gonzales, Luling City Market. Which um, we've been to Baker Boys each, I think, twice now, plus so you went again. Plus I went again. Luling, we've all been to numerous, numerous times. Um, and that's going to be another one where we're going to those places for sure. But we may be adding some places to the list depending on how tired we are. We could possibly do Hayes County. We could possibly do Price Market. But we'll kind of play that by ear and see just how sick of eating food we are at that point. Um, but and from there, we will head back east and back into Houston. So we're looking at, uh, I think that's about a 1,900-mile, three-day trip where we will um, be very close to finishing the list by that point excited about both eating the barbecue and finishing the list um, I'm, you know one of the things is that uh, we've got uh, for this podcast we've been talking to um, pit builders we've been talking to pit masters and we've got interviews lined up for you folks so it's not just our stupid selves that you're listening to but um, we got to knock this damn list out and then once we do it will free up some more time to do the things we really enjoy and this is definitely an experience definitely a quest for us um, we're having fun doing it. Don't get, don't get us wrong. We This is what we like to do. Uh, but we're certainly going to have a little bit more freedom to explore and talk to people once we complete this this mess. Absolutely. And we are going to try to do some Pitmaster interviews while we're doing the list as well. Um, if you haven't listened to the Grant Pinkerton interview that we did the other day, um, please go listen to it. It's great. Grant's great. Um, and Pinkerton's is great. So get over there. Joseph at Riverport. Right, we've done Joseph Riverport, um, and then again, we've got a couple more that we're, uh, we're we're having to play with the logistics of time a bit to make sure that we can squeeze in these interviews in the you know in the process of traveling. Um, but we are doing our best to uh, to make sure that we we get some more interviews for you because 
we love talking to these pitmasters. That sign just said "World Famous Barbecue." McMillan's, I believe, yeah. was on last list. It actually. actually said that on the thing. Yeah, it was one of Texas Monthly's top yeah, fifty. Yeah, they made the last list. Do you want to stop? I don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against McMillan's. No, no, it's not personal. You, you could have said Aaron Franklin's over there with a the smoker on his trailer, and I would have said, "Hi, Aaron, at us from the later. Waving at us from the road. <laughs> sign that says "Free Brisket." Come and get it, right? <laughs> Um, yeah, no, it, it, no, I would probably stop for that. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> okay. um, but yeah, it's, um, it is, you know, it's, it's a long day. So let's talk about uh, just some tips. We're getting towards the, uh, the, the end of this episode. So a few tips, again, to remind people of. Um, coming up in August, there's a lot of barbecue joints that are going to be taking a week off. Deservedly so, folks. Look, these guys and gals got to take a break. Um, you know, I'm sorry that it interrupts your quest for the Yeti, uh, but they, they really do need to take a break, and most of them, this is not unusual at this time of year. Um, just to rattle off a few that I know of, Corkscrew, Tejas, um, Pinkertons, and Franklin are all going to be out, and I'll, I'll try to put together a list of those here in the next day or two right. to get it posted out, but there's more that are out as well. So Right, and I know that Franklin is the 1st through the 10th, um, Pinkerton is the 14th through the 22nd. Um, and Tejas, I'm not 100% sure, so I don't want to give you the wrong dates, but look it up before you go. Please, please, please look up. Most of these are putting them on their website, on their Twitter. Um, they're doing a pretty good job of, of communicating, but, you know, you don't want to get aggravated. You don't want to show up and have them be closed like Wally World, you know. Um, Sorry, folks. Sorry, folks. Heart closed. Sorry, we watched that movie over and over and over again. Um, but, no, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very serious tip. Uh, you know, you can call ahead for this trip. Um, Leslie actually called ahead all the places because it is such a long drive. You know, we didn't want to come out. It's not that we wouldn't enjoy coming out again, but um, financially and time-wise, logistically, it's difficult. Right, yeah. Gas alone will spend about $50 for this trip, you know, not to mention time and everything else. So we want to make sure that we can actually eat the food when we go down here. Um, so that's, you know, again, it's one of the great tips that, that Brian mentioned is... If, you know, if it's a place in your neighborhood and it, you go there and it's closed, and obviously just go back. But if you're planning a you know hundreds of mile trip somewhere, with hotel and everything, right? Else, yeah. You make sure these places are going to be open. I mean, the last thing you want to do is is get out there and see a closed sign. Another one is uh, watch out for the popo. Yeah, they're uh, they're active. They are out there protecting and serving and serving up a lot of tickets if you're speeding. So. Uh, Especially in, in these three areas. So East Texas has always been um, very uh, heavy with police. Um, so East Texas, watch it. Your speeds will change, um, and you may not catch it. Out here in South Texas, we saw quite a few today, surprising, I mean, oh, yeah. just all over the place. Um, and I know West Texas, I know uh, Corey Taylor uh, had some intimate conversations a couple of times on, on his trip out there. So, um, you know, you don't want to get that ticket and uh, have to mail it in or visit back out to their lovely courthouse. That's not a good experience. And keep in mind, you will very likely have to go through a border check when you come to South Texas as well. So um, not that I expect anyone listening to this to have any contraband in their vehicle, but uh, just to let you all know out there. Uh, that's some of those conversations we had. Uh, yeah, I get anxiety when we go up to those. Anyway, um, hey, I, I was never arrested or guilty of anything, just so you know. Um, the other one is um, Andrew. This drives Andrew more crazier than it drives me, um, which is look at a map. You know, they have these things. Um, they have, uh, you know, maps online even. Um, you can build out multi-point trips Absolutely. online. 
Um, but you know, there's some people we've seen that are crisscrossing, uh, people that are um, actually spending, going to the expense of, of actually flying to cities to go eat barbecue. Um, and then, uh, I know, Andrew, today there's some people that um, ate at Franklin and then they headed out west rather than go to Micklewaite, for example, which is walking distance. Right, and, I'm, and we're not calling them out because I love these guys. Um, we, we, I met them at Tejas a couple weeks ago. Super nice people. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, we're not, and, and I'll yeah. call out my sister. But, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll call out family all day long. Yeah. But, yeah, but, no. No, uh, it, it's just, it, it, it can make things, if you're going to have to come back out a second time, consider that and try to plan two trips and again the other thing is don't try to cram in 11 places in one day either you know right. make it make it reasonable and for you and maybe three trips are better at two to three stops a day that's yeah, fine I mean, make it as enjoyable as you possibly can um but yeah don't it's it's a lot of time spent doing this list uh, it's a lot of fun time but it's a lot of time spent so anywhere you can to try to you know lump some you know spots together where you can make two three four stops in a day you know a lot of people say oh no you should you should be getting a full meal at each place and you should make sure you get a lot of this and a lot of that i understand that to an extent but we're, we're going to be honest here not all 50 places serve the greatest food you're ever going to have in your what? life are you, this is the top 50 i know but one that's the, there's a that's there's the a word, gap between one and 50. 50 no there is and if you look at the simplest thing to do is to look at the, the, the list this year. And this year, I like that they did this. While, while 11 through 50 are not ranked, 11 through 50 are rated. There is a four, one through four, well, one through five, I guess, rating. Um, the minimum one is a 4.0. Uh, the maximum is a 5.0. And you can look. And if it's a 4.0, it's not going to be on the same level as somebody that's a 4.5, 4.75, or even a 4.25. So set your expectations appropriately. Um, you know, there is definitely variance across them. Um, like anybody, we have some disagreements with um, the list, but, you know, that's what barbecue is all about, I think. It's a list. It's a subjective document. I mean, obviously, what, what our preference may not be the person that ate there and rated its preference and vice versa. And, it's it's a list at the end of the day it's not the ten commandments you know it's we've all got our opinions you know you know there are some places that you know for the most part I, I you know I agree with the vast majority of the places on the list there are just a couple of places that you know that I thought really deserve to be there that aren't and we'll cover those um, on another podcast as we continue on but we'll come up with um, maybe about five places um, I don't know if we can get to five but I know there's a few places. We'll talk about them later. We're going to just uh, kind of leave that as a tease for you. Right. Yeah. I mean, we'll uh, we'll delve into more of the top 50 as we go along, but we're going to go ahead and uh, call this one a day. Uh, well, no, we're not. we got to drive well, for another two and a half hours. Well, we're going to turn the microphone <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, we won't, we won't let you listen to this banner for that long, but stay tuned. We'll uh, we'll get you some more updates. Uh, we got some exciting things coming up um, from a interview-wise and uh, maybe some interesting stuff, hopefully, for you. Let us know if you want to hear anything. If you if you want to join in one of our podcasts, you know, holler at us. And if you're, you're also, sometimes we have a seat available on these trips, let us know. You know, we're, as long as you don't fart a lot in the truck, I think we're, we're pretty much okay with you coming along. Um, anyway, uh, that's it for us. Thanks.